I wanted to start the show with uh, Jose Marie Chan. But I guess people are sick of his meme now, huh? Oh, no. Tagal na. Tagal na ba? For me, is it, are they sick of him? Or are, they, are, they, are people just like wary of Christmas? Wow. Uh, I think they're sick of him. And uh, it's just not clever after the how many gajillion times, diba? Even that, even that new variant, which came out last year, yung, diba, yung Jose, Jose sumisilip siya, tapos Delta. yung security guard saying, sir, bawal lumabas ang seniors, kanyan. Ah, like, God. We've seen it na eh. Yeah. Ah, so we need a new heralder of September, of the Burr months. But I also think it's it's just people being sick of the fact na we have the longest Christmas season. Are you sick of it? I love it. You and my brother would get along, Mel. He loves Christmas. Yeah, when I go to the mall September and it's all Christmas carols and I just skip skip around the mall. Christmas is coming. He starts counting his countdown in June or July. Dino man ganyan. He's like that. But he's not into Jose Marichan either, but he's into Christmas for sure. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Um, okay. yeah. You guys are listening to Enslate. I'm Mel. Yeah. My co host. Maybe Ramon. you noticed Quark sounds different. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and, then, and then I also got a brother suddenly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ramon, please introduce our special guest host because Quark is still frolicking in Europe. Fucking yeah. Italy. Enjoying having to get uh, a nose swab every few days because, because he got Sinovac is <laughs> recognized in that part of the world. Well, so, well, well, well. Joining us once again is my favorite influencer, um, photographer extraordinaire, and um, you know, not just not just a mignac meal, he's also a snack. <laughs> uh, Miguel Nascenceno on a great recently on the Dead Air podcast yeah which sort of began on this podcast mm-hmm. so who knows what show is going to emerge because of yeah. this episode yeah what dude variant? Miguel ako na lang yata yung Enslate host na hindi nyo pag oh, guest on Dead Air because I really because have hindi ka horror eh. <laughs> exactly <laughs> because you're gonna because, be because I finally Talk edged you out as a afraid for, as, a, as a scaredy cat Mel eh. like, yeah. <laughs> parang now I can watch horror movies at night and with <laughs> my, my character development now. <laughs> my growth. Anyway, guys, um, okay, okay. we invited Miguel not just because he's a friend of the pod but because we wanted to have a, a good time without Quark. I mean, without Quark, <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about K-pop and the yeah. NBA and K-dramas and not be like, you know, sorry, Quark. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Ganito pala pag wala yung isang host. No, I mean, that's why we have Miguel as a guest, you know, he's someone we enjoy talking to. Yeah, like and in he's real an life. influencer. He's got, you know, I know. Those, I'm really not an influencer. He's the got best that black coffee on Twitter land. Ah, yes. And Promise. those, um, I will own those falling, falling shoes in malls tweets. Falling shoes? <laughs> what? What? SM, diba? Yung mga sapatos. Ay, 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 ay. Ay, nako. Yung, sorry, sorry. Yung sapatos na galing sa Kisame. And I think Miguel shares my love for pineapple on pizza. Yes, Team Hawaiian. Okay. Or pineapple and savory food in general. Yep. Who's the one? Si Quark my I think Chris. Chris. Uh, I think people, I'm going to just do another hot take. 
Wow. Peop- Exclusive right? to Ensley. You know, you know, hating pineapple on pizza is not a, it's not, a, it's not a personality thing. It's not even, you know, it's not a an excuse for, uh, you know, having no personality. So <laughs> I dub McNack the king of hot takes. And with that, let's pivot to <laughs> let's pivot to the content <laughs> of the show. Is this the segue? Okay. So this uh, episode, yeah. okay, yeah. <clears throat> focus. This episode we will talk okay. about, of course, <clears throat> our usual our usual roundtable discussion of what uh, we've seen the past few weeks that we've been off the air and also uh, a preview of what's coming. In the fall TV and streaming season, as if no one may fall yung Pilipinas, but you know, programming schedules dictate that there's a fall. So let's start our roundtable discussion on what we've been watching. Miguel, you go first. This sounds basic, but I love Ted Lasso. Uh, this season, the new season. First of all, I've seen criticism of the second season, and I, you know, I can't disagree with it. But I don't think it's a bad season. I think it's a different season. Also, I think, remember, when Ted Lasso was a bit of a sleeper hit last year, like, people, almost everybody who saw Ted Lasso saw it on a binge. Like, they saw it after the season came out or towards the end of the season by word of mouth, and people just kept watching it, I think. But this one, because it was anticipated, people, there was a debate whether this was a show that was better as a binge or a show better seen episode to episode every week. Mm. But anyway, I have low EQ, so I watch each episode as it comes out. No, that's high EQ. No, oh, no, low EQ no. is when you. It's low. High is I find, yeah. If I wait to. He binge, couldn't wait, nah. Yeah, I, I find wait. it high EQ to watch week after week and low EQ to binge. No, but, wow, but with the metaphor of waiting for your anyway, dessert. It's, anyway, it's, potato, potato, go. If, if no, Ted Lasso it's, was. It's not even the same fruit. <laughs> <laughs> if Ted Lasso were a marshmallow test, I would have totally failed. I would have eaten yes. it. Yes, so there. So, and then, so I guess because you see it, you, you wait a week before the next app, I think people have more time to think about it and para emotions uh, go up and down. And then, you know, they're able to be critical of it, which is fine because it's a show that's worthy of criticism and thinking about. What is I going to say about the season? But there was an episode this season that made me really worry. Like, uh, they was it the Christmas the, episode? The Christmas, yeah, the holiday one. The Christmas, like, parang, Wow, parang, I know that Lasso's a show about kindness and, you know, but this was like crossed the line. Like, it leaned into <laughs> just being sappy and stupid. I, like, I know it's a sitcom and it's a very unlikely premise, but this kind of stepped way out. But, you know, Ted Lasso being Ted Lasso may more touching moments pa rin. And then, but, and then in the next episode after that, super galeng, kasi parang, dun, dun, parang dun na naset up yung conflicts. Although there was a conflict, there was a setup there that worried me because I wasn't, I didn't like where it was gonna go. But at least it was a conflict. And then the, this third, this last step that came out last week, parang oh shit, parang galeng, parang now they're integrate, they're now they're interrogating, uh, they're showing na Ted Lasso who's kind and genuine, sure that changes a lot of people's lives. But is Shamismo, what is he like as a person beyond? That facade of kindness and is ki- and is and parang is being nice always also good. Parang yun. So it's kind of cool for me. What episode is it now? Is it eight or nine? Uh, no, panaman. Parang I think so... it might be six. Ah, okay. Still middle. But my question, because I, 
I've intentionally avoided the discourse. What's the criticism then? Well, I think uh, so. I just like read tweet, hot takes and tweets, but I didn't really delve into it. But you know, like I think everybody found the Christmas app worrisome, or most of most of people who care about the show found it worrisome. Like, what well, that was that going to be a trend? But it wasn't. So for me, it was a great head fake, or I don't know if it, they meant it as a head fake. Maybe they maybe maybe they dumped it in the middle because it was one of the weaker episodes. But coming back from that, parang maganda na siya for me. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's 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 going back to that part where, uh, yeah, it's a quality. It's not stupid, and yun nga, parang it's kind of interrogating what kindness or goodness can be, or if it's good or bad, stuff like that. And I'm Mel, waiting for the whole two? season to finish. Yeah, because oh, okay. you because you have high EQ, Mel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what that is. That's how that works. <laughs> Really? Well, always, because we always have this discussion on Enslate where people say they can't they can't wait week after week. That's low EQ. Yeah. Cause you can't wait. They can't resist. Yeah. Didn't I say that? What did I say? You said the opposite. Just <laughs> why me and Miguel both reacted. Well, I'm just re- it's, right. wow. it's it's okay. Wednesday. Where is Wednesday. my mind? It's it's you know, it's Antonio Leong. It's actually, no, it's on different Asians, but anyway. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> well, at least oh, you I've can seen, still tell I'm them a, apart. I'm also current on Lasso, and I've been enjoying it naman. Yeah. I recognize that it's uh, a different season compared to the first, but I did sort of expect that. Actually, one of the things I'm curious about, because I think it's true, is that the writing feels different because they were that rare occasion where they were renewed for two seasons. Yeah. Right? When they were, got the renewal, it wasn't just for season two. It was like two and three. So you had that, they had that confidence knowing that, oh, we can yeah. seed things and we don't need to necessarily end on like a particular kind of cliffhanger for the season yeah. because we know we're, we're, we've got a third. Right? And, and yeah. you can seed a little more moments leading up to stuff. So they can. Yeah, I, what you're saying is that there's more room to breathe this season, which might well, make it I think slower. What happened? I think what happened also and, and encouraged some of the criticism is that things set up in earlier episodes really only start paying off now. Hmm. So I think some it's less self-contained episodes than the first season, and maybe that threw some people. Mm. But I enjoy that it has stayed genuinely one of the funniest sitcoms. Like, I watch a lot of TV, I mean, obviously, but it's rare, actually, where you find good comedies that you're genuinely I-R-L-L-O-L-ing. But Ted Lasso can do that for me. And, like, this most recent episode was really funny. Yeah. And I was so happy to note that it's written by Roy Kent. Brett yeah. Goldstein wrote it. Who was always on the writing staff, naman, diba? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. In fact, he wasn't even... He wasn't... He didn't even consider himself until Character. pretty late in the game. Uh, and the, yeah. I mean, as as, a, as an actor. Yeah. Because they had written the season ayata, and then they were casting. And then only then did he think, can I... Can I go up for this? Because it's very much now not his personality. Yeah. So what? He looks he so masungit. Oh, anyway. He's well, a stand-up comedian. Yeah. 
Yeah, and his ano, and uh, his voice, his normal speaking voice is also not that deep and growly, diba? <laughs> So I didn't realize. When you see interviews with him, it's really fun. Eh? So he he hadn't considered it until late in the game, but and then you know, good thing it it all worked out because now you can't imagine anyone else. Eh? Uh, well, I was just gonna say in, uh, some of the line deliveries like, "How the fuck does he know I love my carnations?" <laughs> so, <you> know, <laughs> Those are great lines. That yeah, you can't imagine anyone else saying it. <laughs> Did they luck out on chemistry? Like they all, you know how they all kind of bounce off each other really well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if yeah. they get along off camera, but on camera, angling nong chemistry nila. Eh. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, I think like, they did. I think they did luck out, and I think it's uh, one of the reasons they have twenty Emmy nominations. Yeah. <laughs> Which and was parang, very surprising. And parang it gives them the luxury of mixing characters together because. Yeah. Pwede, any combo can, mm. can, can something can happen. Even the ones that you don't expect, like there was a Jamie Tart and Coach Beard moment yeah. recently where he, they, they just flat out admit to me, like, I don't know how to speak to you. And then it works. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, okay, I didn't see this combination. And neither did the writers, which they acknowledge. So that's interesting. Wait, and now that Netflix is airing Downton Abbey, Ramon is here to remind you guys that one of the butlers there is actually in Ted Lasso. Oh, he, yeah, yeah. Higgins. I didn't realize. Higgins, Galeng. yeah, Higgins. Higgins, yeah, is is my favorite uptight uh, asshole butler in Downton Abbey. He plays Spratt, who is the butler of the the dowagers. The dower, dowager. Dowager, sorry. Uh, the oh, dowager. Okay. Yeah, and, he, and every time he bullies mostly, it's my favorite, talaga. <laughs> these British character actors parang they can really disappear into a role or then parang resurface playing something entirely different later on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like the like see you know the see Rebecca is is the shame. Yeah. Shame of... yeah. yeah. <laughs> How about you, Mel? Um, I'd like to talk about this K drama that I recently binged because it it dropped. It's it's six episodes only, and it dropped on a single day on Netflix. It dropped over National Heroes Day weekend, um, along with another. Yeah, six episodes long. So Sabaisha with uh, a big ticket K drama starring Kim Sonho called Hometown Cha Cha Cha, which is honestly for me it was just by the numbers rom com, um, formulaic. But DP is what I really want to talk about. Um, DP uh, stands for desert, Deserter Pursuers, who are pretty much a unit in the Korean military who are tasked to find military deserters who, are, who leave the military service because of uh, bullying, harassment, abuse, etc., etc. Um, wow. It's based on a webtoon called DP Dog Days. Like I said, it's only six episodes, which works to its advantage. Every episode is only like 45 minutes long. So if Cork wow. is listening to this, this is like perfect ground entry into the genre. Is it, it a Netflix original? It's a Netflix original, yeah. Okay. It's yeah. a big headliner for for well coming into this month. I did I came in without with zero expectations. I mean, you know, I was, I was just thinking it's going to be cat and mouse, buddy cop ganyan. But wow, it was dark and and really harrowing stressful um mm-hmm. it's a subject matter that i think not a lot of people are aware of i wasn't aware that there was a lot of bullying and abuse in the yeah. korean military because usually when you read about korean military it's so glamorized with all the idols and actors become you know doing their service 
mm-hmm. there's a lot of brutality and, and this this highlights that. Um there's the buddy cop angle with Junhei in and Kukyo Kukyo Wan. Um really great chemistry. Uh there's also the undercover cop dilemma where the main the main rookie is problematic over the the deserters because he sympathizes with them and he's like should should we let them go should we bring them back in because i understand why they're being abused again and um i think what makes this drama super good to watch is the season ender or episode 6 because it hasn't been confirmed that there's going to be a second season second season to the mini series but this finale was hands down crazy Crazily paced. Was it a cliffhanger? No, not not a cliffhanger, but it just went to places where I didn't think a K-drama was brave enough to go. In terms of violence, in terms of how it ended, um, the message it was saying at the end of the episode. I I don't want to spoil because it's really such a surprise how they ended it. Um, Which makes me want to see season two if if ever they do get renewed. I'm so... Go. No, I'm just saying it's under it's under an R. It's under an R. It's six episodes for the whole series. Six episodes. It's full of violence. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of swearing. <laughs> There's a lot of kicking, <laughs> blood. Sold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm go ahead, curious guys. If there good. are like uh, different, I guess, rules for a Netflix original K drama because they don't have to chase the ratings necessarily, right? I mean. The the show is done before it even airs. Yeah. And they have a subscriber base. So it's not like other K dramas. Like of course, you know, my reference is very limited, but the the first one I watched, which I really enjoyed, was, was My Mister. And I since found out that that was aired on a cable network. Yep. So it was it didn't have to be as broad as some of the other ones, which brings me to one of the ones I watched after which was apparently the most watched K-drama of its year. Mm. Um, and that was a broadcast network, and it was very broad in the humor. They would do that thing where uh, basically the first minutes of each episode is a recap of what of the last few minutes of the prior episode. Oh, cool. Like that, lots of repetition. I miss that. That's the classic TV shows that in pure entertainment. Previously on, right? Roman, what was that show that was like networky for you? That what was it? What's it called? <laughs> so I watched my second K drama. It's called uh, called Strong Girl Bong Soon. And oh. it was on a couple of lists recommended recommended uh for people who are sort of you know <laughs> dipping their toes into <laughs> K drama. So that list kasi, is the one that led me to my mister. So I was like, wow, okay, yeah, what's, what else is on this list? So I tried Strong Girl Bong Soon. Whoops. And it <laughs> I'm, was, look, I'm looking at it now. <laughs> it's, no, it, it was a huge hit, apparently. It's a huge like, hit. And then, mm. see, and then the reason, the first, I'm weird kasi because it's 16 episodes, but it felt like two seasons split in the halfway point. And the first season was just okay lang. Very broad, but not terrible. Um, but super uh, floating on the chemistry of the leads, uh, Park Yung-sik and Park Bo-young. Park Bo-young is the main character, Bong Soon. And then she was also the lead in Oh My Ghost, if you've seen that. I don't know. But uh, she <laughs> is super you. charming. I know. I know. And, 
No, I'm just giving context. But yeah, see, yeah, yeah. Park Bo Young is super charming, and the chemistry between her and her, you know, what's the term where they dislike each other at first, but obviously they're gonna end up liking each other. Their chemistry is legit. And it got me through to the halfway point. But at the halfway point, apparently they ran out of steam, they ran out of content, and then episodes just felt started feeling padded. There was uh, an offensive stereotype character added because it's a famous comedian actor na hindi yata nagamit masyado sa season one, which is the first half. So they cast him in a different role, same actor. But it was such a caricature and, and just not funny. So the second half really lost a lot of momentum and steam. But I was just because, you know, I, I felt like, ah, I might as well see this through. And then even the last episode was like, they, they had resolved their main conflict. And then the, the final episode was really just a lot of like happy scenes and walking in the park <laughs> stuff. Rabbit, talagang naubusan kayo ng story. But yeah, sayang. At least um, more recently, I, the thing that I did enjoy that Quark didn't was I finally got to see The Green Knight when it came out on VOD. And oh, I really liked it. Okay. What, how do you how like it now? I was surprised that I liked it that more than Quark. But maybe I was thinking it's because he warned us to yeah. have low expectations. Mm-hmm. Probably that's why. I mean, it's not it's not like a five-star movie, right? It's probably like a a four at most. But it's mm. it's enjoyable. I I was quite riveted. Well, okay. Sa akin naman, I don't think naman Quark said low expectations, but just he said don't expect an action film. And then Of course. But but this is ako naman, I, my expectations remained high because uh well, film Twitter of course was a factor, but also because it's David Lowry and you know, his his a ghost story is on my list of best films of the decade. Yeah, 2020. 2020. Yeah. So I was, and it, it does actually feel a lot you know, like a ghost story, which Quark did mention about. I mean, which is what I, I, that's how I came in to the movie okay. when Quark said, expect, it's like ghost story, but it's medieval ghost story. <laughs> Wait, so no, yeah. it's ghost for me. story? Yeah, it's not horror. Okay. It's I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's not horror. Yeah. It's not horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, well, it's, it's the horror of existence, but not horror as in trying to scare you. Of course. He <laughs> jump scares, pero not scared. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's on my... No, it's on my uh, list. Sayang. It used to be on Netflix. I don't know if it still is. Oh. Damn. But anyway, so The Green Knight, what I liked actually about it was how... How how fable... Fable-y? Fable-ish? Mm. It remained. Even though it was based on a poem, an ancient poem by Anonymous. Um Puta. Lowry was able to add his own touches, which was really interesting, especially since I don't think he's British. So, uh, yeah, but again, Dev Patel, such a good year for him. Mama na siya. Oh, pero juicy. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> I think my, my letterboxed uh, review was Arthurian Fever Dream, four stars. Okay, cool. Yeah, that, that, that sounds right. And yeah. then, yeah, there are some, but there are some really lovely sequences, right? Okay. It, the, it feels like a proper journey film, right? Yeah. 
Um, quest? You mean is it like a, a quest? quest. Yeah, so yeah, it's it a quest, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a quest. So yeah. there are those sort of um, surreal scenes, and then very poignant scenes, and then some some really nice lines, great performances. I'm thinking especially of uh, Alicia Vikander yeah. and costumes. Um, yeah, the costumes, the Simon Lane, the knight himself, Sir Ralph Einson. Uh, the voice of A24. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyway. I have high hopes the, for the Green Knight. I have high okay. hopes for the Green Knight being nominated for cinematography, score, and costume. And for technicals. Yeah. Okay. So, watch it. On, on this. Should we still do Coda? If we want. It's like the big ticket Sundance movie of the year, right? And it's airing on Apple Plus. Yeah. Well, big ticket in the sense that it was the big purchase of Sundance this year. Okay. And I think it may have been... Was it the most expensive? Or just the biggest this year? Because I remember Palm Springs set a record as the most expensive Sundance then, purchase. Then they like just go like a dollar over the most expensive one for the heck of it. No, what they did was Adam San- uh, Adam Sandler, Adam <laughs> Andy Samberg okay. requested that they go specifically sixty nine cents above yeah, the yeah. prior <laughs> yeah. most expensive purchase, just so that they could say sixty nine cents more expensive. <laughs> Coda smashed the Sundance sales record just after Palm Springs. Okay, so it did. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. And it reminded me of this other Sundance film that before back in the day smashed also that record called The Spitfire Grill. Do you remember this man? Pero it wasn't like the best film. It was a very okay. good good drama which this is also in that wheelhouse right so yes. i think what happens is like someone a, a, a distributor watches this film and it looks like everyone in the theater is crying mm. and they're like oh this is going to be a hit i'm going to buy this a for suit. an expensive price so that's what happened with spitfire grill i think that's what happened with coda although coda won also prizes this year and to my mind also coda is a better film however it is very there are moments where it really does feel formulaic, um, ah. but with slight, slightly sharper edges, not just the fact that it deals with disability, right? Uh, what did you think now? I read a review where it said that Coda is every single Sundance movie all rolled into one. And <laughs> <laughs> Probably the most perfect description. Sundance notes. Para <laughs> algorithm. Bearing this yeah. movie that's uh, Sundance, the Sundance algo spat out. Para yeah. Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. <laughs> 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 algo. This is the algo of what a female singer should sound like and look like. Oh, um, I don't know if I agree with that there eh, because. <laughs> No, because when I think of Sundance, because you know the things, of course, that stand out are like uh, Reservoir Dogs, or you know, what else came out from Sundance? But but more edgy. No, you know, like fair. compared to Little Miss Sunshine, which is a warm Sundance comedy family movie, it's not. I which I loved, by the way. Mm. I thought Coda would be like that, and it mm, just okay. fell flat. For me. Ah, okay. Well, I didn't think it no one fell flat. I thought that the performances really were the ones that carried the film. It's not Didi. the best. 
Talaga? Oh, ako, sa akin ako, Benta. Like, sa, I, I get why people were crying. There's a part na I did tear up. Um, but it doesn't seem to be the same scene that others have been referencing. But, <laughs> but, uh, but the lead actress I found really good. Okay. Um, but See, know, the, the lead actress is, uh, sorry, the... Emilia, si Lock and Key. Oh, shit. I was going to say the deaf person. Scene. No, no, that's Marley no, no. Madeline. Marley Madeline yeah. is the mom. Okay. But she's not the lead. She's okay. Like, uh, she's oh, yeah, yeah. one of the main characters. But... Got it. I love but, her in the West Wing. But yeah, I've missed Marley Matlin. Although yes. her character is not the best written. Oh. None of them really are. But yeah. it's, I, I remember Miguel did say something like, uh, Miguel Lugtua in, yeah. in the group had said something like formula that works, right? Oh, and okay. That kind of, that does fit. That seems accurate. What I, what I said to the Ends Fate chat group was, yeah. this feels like the kind of Netflix original Netflix really wishes they could make. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Kasi, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot are of the bad. Netflix originals kasi, are yeah, bad. They're, they're, they're just super bad. something off it. Yeah. There are some that are really good, right? Like Which uh, ones? The half of it. Marriage Story was excellent. Come on. Yeah, no, but I mean, those are outliers. Eh? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Those are very singular vision people. Like yeah. Noah Baumbach. You know, uh, the half of it I think is one of the better ones. That's a that's you know. a great movie. Yeah. Oh, I don't so, know the half of it. Let me check it out. It's but, like Roxanne, yeah. but teenagers. Ah, wait, I've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, because it's it's good, not great. Yeah. And and very emotional and heartwarming, which is what this. I feel Netflix really wants to strike in terms of a certain kind of original that they keep pumping out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Coda, which okay. we only upon watching makes you realize it means child of deaf adults. Oh <laughs> fuck! Champion was like, "Oh wow, what's 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 her coda? Is she gonna yeah. say it out loud? Yeah. <laughs> Is this a double meaning? Awesome. Yeah. So, but it has glorified TV movie feels, which yeah, is yeah. like an a like glorified the bullies, the brothers, things like that. But I mm. appreciate Mr. That. Holland's uh, opus, parang sold. There are some parts nga that feel like nga, the sharper edges come in, where it's like there's some really um, cliche stuff with bullies, but they, but you never get the cliche result, right? They just I'm not interested in the the thing that normally happens here, and then I'm just going to concentrate on the emotional dilemma. I the thing that really bothered me, and this is super stupid, was. <laughs> It's set <laughs> in a Massachusetts fishing town. It's yeah, freaking freezing in the East Coast. And I'm this is like before summer. And it really bothered me that they were just, you know, rolling around in shorts and bikinis and whatever. Dude and Lamig Duna. They weren't getting the accent right. <laughs> There's no accent to get right. Okay, because they don't talk, Miguel. <laughs> Oh. Yes. <laughs> so, grabe ka, Miguel. So, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, that's that's not the kind of hot take you want to be. I know. It, this is coming from purely ignorance. As hot takes. Ako, it didn't bother me naman. Because I remember, I, mm. I I lived in Boston for a year. And then Next. people who did wear shorts in summer. And, you know, especially if... Yeah, but that's in the summer. This was... In spring, malamig yung spring. Yeah, but they're born and raised. They were there their whole life. I guess. Oh, when you were there, de ba? Para mga taga, para mga taga Baguio ni Nigjajan. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
There was uh, I was in I was in Edinburgh for Ito one na month. Ito na drops ni Ramon. Boston for a year, Edinburgh for like a month. Okay, go on. Bata ako ng Boston. Kaya pala, kaya pala hindi ko matel, kaya pala hindi ko matel yung accent mo minsan eh. Ay, nako. <laughs> Pero I was in Edinburgh one month, 2004. Got it. And I actually did end up with an accent ah. Not yeah. because I wanted to, like, no. like a pretentious shit, but it's, it's annoying you that they actually get understood better. <laughs> yes. Doing their accent, even though you feel like you're making fun of them. No, it's true. Like, the yeah, summary... they'll understand you better than if you're just speaking normally. I spent, anyway, again. I, spe- I, sp- I spent a summer in I spent a summer in Suffolk, and the same thing happened. Oh, but, but again, you, and, feel, you feel like you're gonna get caught out there, eh, right? No, but, but uh, they, they don't talk so much. Grab <laughs> it. <laughs> Mel still laughing at the disabled, disabled I, I, people. I, I, no? I know. <laughs> Wait, well. let me get to my actual thing. Yes. I was in Edinburgh and it was in August. And then I went to the park and people were lying down on the grass in shorts without shirts. <laughs> <laughs> That's how hot it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. yeah summer to summer. They were just like, oh, sunbathing weather. I'm like, what the hell? It was eight degrees Celsius. Oh. Well, you can't take the Asian. Even like, if you're in Edinburgh. Like Baguio people. Enslate! Welcome to the fall movie content part of Enslate. Um, I don't well, know. Fall. So we actually don't have a fall in Asia. In the Philippines, because we're tropical. But the fall movie calendar, well, content calendar is usually September to November. Um, you wade through the muck of August, which is like the last dredges of summer the summer content drops, movies and TV. Uh, and then September is when things go into high gear again. Normally, this is when the prestige material will start to arrive. Yep. Right? Because it's going to be like award season soon. But last year, we got used to getting things day and date, right? digitally, because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. However, because in the States, theaters are open again, we're now at this weird point where... Uh, Shang-Chi is about to come out in theaters in the States and we're not going to be able to access it for at least a month and a half because they have a 45-day window in theaters. Mm. And so... Plus, it's, it's on weird. Disney Plus. Yeah. Which we don't which have yet. Which isn't here yet, right? So yeah. that's the other thing. It's like, it, it's it's weird to be put in this position where we're going to be in danger of spoilers just from Twitter. Na naman. <laughs> Unlike that, we're first, Yeah. Yeah. It's just uh, I don't know. It's 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 weirding me out. But also, it's frustrating that we have I feel not as much vaccine hesitancy as the US, but we just don't have enough vaccine. Mm-hmm. And if we did, theaters might be open here too. But no. We have movies, TV, and I have K dramas. So what are you guys looking forward to for the fall? Okay, I only have TV shows. I'm super not, like, but I never crack sometimes what's coming up. But I think sometimes I try to be ignorant about that para magugulat lang ako. Like, oh shit, this is out? Great. So, but I had to do a bit of research for this episode. Uh, I'm looking forward to two shows. So, one of them is Sex Education, the the British <laughs> comedy drama. Why are you laughing? With Gillian Anderson. Uh, I love the first two seasons, and I can't wait for season three. When is it yeah, out on it's Netflix? Soon, right? Yeah, it's soon, like uh, within the month. 
Well, I have not. I think I've seen only a few episodes of Sex Education. What? Yeah. It's so good, Mel. I know. It's in my, you know, you have a list of shows that you have to watch. That's one of them. Yeah. And then (laughs) this is something that I know will never get discussed in this podcast. So I'll bring it up. I'll take this opportunity. Survivor, season 41, <laughs> is coming up in... 41 seasons. Le- but because they do it's around... annual. Yeah, yeah. They're, they do, they're, they're biannual. They do two... Two, uh, two times a year, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So they've been around for 20 years or thereabouts. Uh, to be fair, like a lot of... I don't know of anybody who's watched all seasons. Casas. Uh, ah, wow. He never stopped somewhere in the middle? No, I don't he think so. He caught up eh, because he found like yeah. a... Yeah, a place where he tweets about it all it. the time. No, but yeah, but meaning you, you stopped, too tweet about yeah, it. Yeah, all yeah, the yeah. Time. No, meaning like I think like a lot of Survivor watchers, we stopped somewhere after. Like I stopped literally after season three or four, yata, when it first came out. And then like a decade ago, it came out again, and my brother was into it still, or he had gotten back into it, and he told me to watch because para naging meta na eh. Like the people who join now are hyper aware of what they're doing. Yeah. Parang they reference strategies of this. That they yeah. watched the first seasons. As yeah. yeah. And it came to a point that some of the best seasons now are when the old generation winners and the new generation winners oh, yeah. go, go head to head. Stuff like that. I so watched very, one season with Rob. Oh, so they're recycling people now. They, they've recycled people a long time ago. Like, uh, okay. may, mga, may mga certain cast members now are always hits with the audience and they'll bring them out. <laughs> well, once they'll bring them out. They've made whole careers and fortunes. On being survivor cast members, and what then are uh, some of them have won. Parang may ma may ma discussions about who's the goat. Sino nga yung goat? Ah, <laughs> uh, for a while it was Sandra. I think. Well, nakataon I think na and then now it's oh shit I forget his name Tony. I don't remember their last names. Tony Not Boston Rob no, really. No, Boston Rob season two pa yun ni. Eh. no no but he's been appearing again recently. Parang si okay. Boston Rob is a. Uh, isn't like the Rushmore of <laughs> Wow, top four. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's in the top. But by goat meaning number of wins and mm. multiple wins. And also the quality of the win. Like the last Tony when his uh, Tony became goat because he actually beat Sandra in that season. But mm. for the long time, it was oh, this was just last season, I think. Has anyone year. won thrice? I think Tony or Sandra might have won thrice. So not uh, three million because the, the, it's the, one show. The, the real, the, real the, the super fans will correct me on that. But yeah. like, I think Vinny is who watches Survivor, by the way. Vinny also. There's there's yeah. somebody there's there's somebody I see on the Survivor Facebook page and the Enslate Facebook page. I'll try to remember who it is. There's like a. Where does yeah. GMA Survivor Philippines fit? <laughs> <laughs> I've never the seen an episode. Uh, the legendary season. <laughs> I've never seen that. One, one season only. Isn't it, isn't it the show that launched Solen's career though? Yeah. Yeah, there. So it has that. Yeah, so. well, do you know where this 40, 44th, 42nd season? Mm. Yes, I'm reading up. It's in Fiji. Oh, eh. space na yata. Oh. In, uh, in Fiji. In, in, in a COVID bubble. <laughs> in Fiji. Yeah. No, I yeah, mean, it has uh, to be. They, they had to. They had to. They had to. Parang they had to get Dispensation yata from the government and they qu- they quarantined etc etc. Like uh, parang you know actually if you watch the past decade of Survivor, parang they kind of recycle between two or three or four locations talang eh. And one of them is the Philippines actually. Karamoan, right? Yeah, Karamoan, yeah, exactly. Because 
I mean, they have facilities set up now. They realize that it's cheaper for them. In other words, they've streamlined their whole operation. Yeah, they, they never tore down the their yeah. site there. It's still there. And they have living quarters na kasi they have to house a crew and team and everything like wow. that. Wow, so Jeff Probes probably has a junior, Junjun Probes in, in Karamoan with the number of times he's Wow. Wow. <laughs> Grabe mga yeah. hot si, take by Manuel. Si, <laughs> Jeffrey. <Probes. laughs> si, pag may tesoy dyan or something. Wow. <laughs> si, si Probes, parang executive producer na rin siya eh. Yeah, so, sobrang yaman na yan. Yeah, well, kasi si Mark Burnett pa rin naman talaga yung owner and EP but yeah, I yeah, but I, I remember there was an article about how Jeff almost um, he wanted to retire, na eh. like, a, like yeah. I think ten years ago, there was an article. Eh. But, he was, <laughs> yeah. but they, yeah, but then they just gave him a raise, and I was like, you know what? How can you say no to this? Parang, yeah. So, but actually, parang now that now, parang hosting a game show is one of the most one of the best careers somebody can. Oh, look at uh, Quebec, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and I was gonna say, see, Prospa, parang he's. Really great as a host. Like, para yeah. fan. If you're a fan of Survivor, fan ka rin ni Jeff. Like, sure, may mga little fumbles and could be handled better. But, yeah. if, parang, but after forty seasons, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But after forty seasons, swabe and parang nothing. Fa- parang he just knows how to deal with shit. Because a lot of it still happens. Well, I'd like to think that a lot of it still happens spontaneously. There's a bunch of even if it's controlled. <laughs> but I mean, you know, mas you have to react to certain things. Right, he, right. he he does it so well. Oh, ikaw Ramon. Um, well, honestly, baka it's not my branding, no? Shut up. Pero, <laughs> I'm going to talk what about... What is your brand, Ramon? Well, apparently someone said there was some kind of voice of authority. <laughs> Nakatawa, no? I get it. I see it. Ikaw yung parang you'll be quiet and then you'll weigh in. Does <laughs> si Quark yung voice of affluence. <laughs> wow, wow. Hindi. <laughs> <laughs> Ramon, you, they said you're the voice of influence. Nox. Oh, okay, Nox. Charo. No, That's nice. Miguel this episode. What the <laughs> fuck? But what I was going to say, like, instead of like some art film, actually, I'm just going to go all in and say that the, the projects I'm looking forward to most are the most Hollywood things because I've super missed it. And that's Dune and No you Time Dune. to Die. Mm. Yes. Sorry, so, yes. Cosine. Me also. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the new No Time to Die trailer just dropped yesterday. And Ganda. it's Ganda. the best one so far. <laughs> and it was... I, I felt Calm bad. down, Rahman. Calm down, Miguel. No, no. I mean... No. It's it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's by that guy who did... Uh, what's his name? <laughs> True Detective Season 1. Yeah. yeah. Really? Joji Fukunaga. Yeah. Wow. My crush. And, uh, and My you know crush. who they got to... No, you know who they got to do a... Pal- uh, Daniel Craig personally asked um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge to make a pass on the script so she yeah. could add jokes and make it funnier. Just to punch it up? Yeah. Okay, so that, then, that's what I don't like about yeah. Skyfall. It was so serious. Don't you mean Spectre? Spectre, maybe. But they're okay, both... Skyfall funny. is great, by the way. Because <laughs> Skyfall looks like it's photographed properly. <laughs> My hackles went up. Eh. Oh, God. Like, no, are you saying that Deacon's Skyfall? <laughs> I am not saying that it's an ugly movie. But maybe the, all these James Bond movies just melt together already in my brain. Actually, what? why isn't this one shot by Deacons? This upcoming one? Because it's Kerry cool. Joji Fukunaga. He has his own creative team. Ah, right. That's yeah, and also, yeah, super booked si Deacons. Deacons. Like, see, Villeneuve couldn't even get him for Dune. 
What the fuck? Busy. Who like, remember that time he passed on a really great movie to direct a really bad uh, to yeah, he, really passed, he passed on Dune because he was committed to the gold pension. Yes! No! What the hell? I he know. couldn't say no to Nicole Kidman. Ah, why? Where did they come? Where did they work? I don't know. I'm just guessing. And also because oh, okay. he has this podcast that's popular. Ah, okay. no, I'm just guessing. Yeah. Team Deacons on But what? Spotify. Has he done something since 1917? Has he? I don't know. Oh man, because he's getting older now. Parang, <laughs> he took a vacation, kayo naman, guys. Have well, you seen his? Sure, since pandemic, I'm sure he's trying to avoid people, in general, senior nyan. Have you seen his photography? It's very classic. Color. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, it's very classical. Like I'm surprised that that. Wait, that was, may, an, an wait, Roger Deakins, I think. I'm not sure. Okay, but it, like even I think he's put out uh, photography books. And oh. they're they're very like black and white landscapes, countryside. I was very surprised, but also, have, but when oh. you think about it, parang oh, makes sense. <laughs> I have checked out the occasional episode of the podcast, which yeah. he has with his partner. Yes, so that's been interesting. Depends on yes. who the, the guest, guest and what the subject is. Oh yeah. my gosh, Ramon, you're right. There's nothing after 1917. I really think he did take a break. Ramon, where but do yes. you think uh, Skyfall Toloy, the No Time to Die? Is it gonna air here? Is it gonna have a day no, and date? No, because it it no no ah <laughs> wait what's the studio MGM eh? I'm not sure actually they probably won't because knowing knowing how long they've waited I don't think they're gonna want to day and date it they'll probably mm. give it at least that same forty five day window for theaters because yeah, yeah. grabe yung wait nila ba considering October of last year pa dapat to and Dune has an HBO Go premiere. I Is don't know right? if they have Go, but they definitely have Max. God and that's day and date. So, there are some less scrupulous ways, I guess. But, you know, we're good people. Eh? And also, you don't want to do that to Villeneuve's Dune. Eh? Yeah. Uh, I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to watch that on any he's fighting. Way. He's fighting the day and date format. Yeah. That's what but- I read. I know I, I've heard I've seen that also, but the president also of Warner already said that, yeah, it's gonna come out same <laughs> day. So we'll see, diba? Because mm. I'm sure also Villeneuve doesn't want to jeopardize the sequel because it's a two-part story, and he needs to keep certain people happy, and the and the film has to perform, diba? If if the president of the studio is worried that it coming out on digital is going to affect the box office, then of course he's going to. Keep it na box office. Uh, well, he's he's gonna get it um, as many people as possible so that he can sort of get the returns that they want. Okay, I'm just gonna do a rundown of other things that are coming out movie wise for the rest of the Burr months. Um, you already mentioned Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I think that's going to bomb. I don't know why, but oh, my no. spider sense says it will bomb. It's not going to be the Black Panther of Asians? Or is that <laughs> no. Was that already so sad. Oh, no. So sad. Um, we have Edward Wright's Last Night in Soho. It's It looks like a horror, right? Yeah, it's uh, parang suspense more than horror. Psycho-thriller, uh, psycho, psycho right? Well, I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, I'll yeah, be brave yeah, enough to watch. Edward um, Wright, yeah. The MCU movie I'm actually excited to see is Eternals more than Spider-Man. Yes, 
More Does than Shang-Chi. November 5. November. Ah, well, this year. in theaters, pero December. In theaters. Yes, asterisk. Yes, theaters. Oh, man. So, sana talaga IMAX, please, because it's Chloe Zhao. It looks like the rider <laughs> produced by MCU. <laughs> yeah, that that's one of the things I love about that Eternals trailer. It looks like Chloe Zhao. How about Far From Home? What's that? F- uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man, December. Oh. <laughs> right. So, I okay, this is my... My worry about Spider-Man. Parang it's it's now acting like a movie that's about IP or about being this vehicle for all these MCU characters versus mm-hmm. being the story of Spider-Man. Parang it's uh-huh. it's being such an event film now. I, I, mean, I love Tom Holland. Yeah. I can see that um, impression. That said it's kind of an adaptation of a story from the comics. So mm. I know where it's coming from. But I have seen also criticism that parang it does feel like um, you won't understand it if you don't know the rest of the MCU anymore. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. That criticism, kasi, it's not always... Like, look, if, if, if Doctor Strange is there and he's dressed like a wizard... Are you going to be that surprised that he's a magician? So parang you don't necessarily need all the backstory. You just know, oh, this is the magic guy because he yeah, has the yeah. mustache. But and go. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, my my concern actually, this is something I've shared with uh, an upcoming guest, is I'm worried about everything being a multiverse. Yes, exactly. That's my concern. It's like there's Phase what four. if, there's Loki... There's uh, the Doctor Strange sequel, yep. which is called Multiverse of Madness. Then there's this Spider-Man film. But if everything's a multiverse, yeah, it feels like well, what's important? Yeah, because I, I saw some, I saw some I fans were like saying that oh, this opens up the possibility of like you know Captain America from another universe. But, but I don't coming. want that possibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> Yeah, if you're going to give uh, equal importance to all these other alternate dimensions, it kind of dilutes what you're in. Right? Yeah, I agree. Like, and I think this is also, I don't mean to slam a whole genre, but sort of like, it, it was so hard to me to get into graphic novels, cause, or especially like the mainstream ones, mm-hmm. because it will always reset. Yes. And, then, or, and, then parang, and then if it resets... Parang aside from being aside from the emotional investment being you know go, going to waste, parang yun nga, like what is important and what is the main mm-hmm. theme, what is the core of the story? But yeah. if, if 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 at every reset, even the personality of a character changes, you know what I mean? Right. Because you have to think about why you love Spider Man. I'm, I'm not. I don't follow the books, but I love the character because it's it's a John Hughes of of comic books, right? For me, for mm-hmm. MCU. And I just feel with this new Far From Home, um, it it feels like more of an event movie versus Peter Parker's hijinks as a high school student mm-hmm. and being a superhero. Sana a marketing. Sana nga marketing lang yan, but sana when yeah, you watch I, it. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, yeah. I have had that thought na parang sana this is just Sony's people being yeah. bad at yeah. marketing. Kasi ito ba, naglabas sila ng teaser trailer tapos over three minutes. Ano ba yan? <laughs> How did you tease us? Eh, yung buong plot nandun na. Tsaka yung, yung thumbnail nila si Alfred Molina. Ano ba yan? <laughs> <laughs> Sobrang cute ni Tom Holland tsaka ni Zendaya. Ay! Kuchipan! That's it. <laughs> I hope this love lasts I know. for longer than uh, Andrew Garfield and Emma. At least 
At least until they're right. What do you mean, like together? Uh, at least under. Yeah, the they're together, dude. Yeah. What's uh, wrong with you, Ramon? I, sorry, I'm not, I only pretend to be interested in showbiz. Got your time. Moving on. All right, we also have uh, Spence. Spencer. Pablo Laurent Spencer. There's oh, yeah, no yes. The Crown this year, so this is that's the Diana what, That's Royals. what my branding would have said. Was like, yeah, I'm surprised, Ramon. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I am looking forward to it, but not as much uh, as, as, as James Bond and Dune. But... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, it's Pablo Laran who directed my third favorite movie of last year. Which is? And Emma. Ah. And then, not the, no, not the Emma Jane Austen adaptation. Yemi. But, um, <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And I'm, I do like Kristen Stewart when she has the right project. Uh, so, I don't know. So, my the red flag here for me is they saved her speaking voice for the last few moments of the trailer. And? Usually, that's a sign of a bad accent. <laughs> but everyone has been saying the accent's good. Well, the trailers don't lie. How they cut it, up the trailer. The no, trailer didn't it, show but anything. The, but yeah, that's a that's a thing. It's a teaser trailer. Yeah, so yeah. It could teaser be trailer, like teaser saving trailer. that that uh, because that, everyone's expecting and anticipating how she's going to do the accent. So I can understand how why they would save that moment, talaga, for like its spotlight at the end. Got I it. don't. It's just gonna be hard for her to compete with Emma Emma Corrin. Well, that was given anyway, diba? Parang yeah. sa akin, don't even bother because they'll slam you either way. There's gonna be there's gonna be criticism, whatever you do. So just do what you want to do. So bagay, uh, Pablo directed uh, Jackie. Jackie Kennedy. What's her face? Natalie Portman's Natalie Portman. Jackie Kennedy was pretty, yeah. really good, surprisingly mm-hmm. good. So you never know. Yeah. Why surprising? You don't like Portman or No, I didn't think she because Jackie Kennedy is such an iconic role. It's so mm. hard to play her. You've seen actresses I've seen actresses fail at biopics. But Ooh. she was really watchable. I think when I was a younger I'd watch these J- JFK um Jackie mm. Kennedy miniseries and it's not the same because I've I grew up watching Jackie Kennedy. Yeah. And I thought that Portman would suck but she did not suck. I I loved the movie. Love it to this day. I've never seen it. I'll, I'll, I'll one of these days. <laughs> it's, it's very liberal. It's, it's yeah. It's it's not like it's very much not a traditional biopic. It's just yeah. a few days after his death Got of, it. of JFK. Just a moment in time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Same I think thing we... with Spencer. Huh? Actually. Same thing with Spencer. It's not a biopic. It's only 48 hours in the in her a, a very specific weekend. But what's the time frame? Is it ah 1991? I think it's the time when they divorce. Uh, yeah, the divorce talaga. Right. So that 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 whirlwind of yeah. a weekend of like that's yeah. In fact, the teaser very much looks like Jackie. Mm. But also, I'm looking forward because it's uh, lensed by Claire Maton. Portrait yeah. of a lady. Ah, yeah, wow. Portrait of a lady on fire. Nice. So, yeah. TV and streaming, we have what you guys ha- haven't mentioned, What We Do in the Shadows, coming oh, out September sure. 2. Yeah, yeah. The Morning Show on Apple, which I have to catch up on. Uh, Foundation, yeah. Ramon, you've been championing Ooh. this show on Apple. Yes, I hope no, it's not... The trailers have looked nice. I don't. Yeah, you know, yeah. I haven't read the books, but... I hope it's uh, not Westworld. I hope it's not yeah. Westworld. It looks like Apple really spent... Or even money. Raised by Wolves. Please. <laughs> I, I, I didn't see that. <laughs> uh, there's Why the Last Man in Hulu. Yon. Yes. That's what I'm looking forward uh, to. Me also. Cautiously. Cowboy Bebop 
on Netflix on in November. Ako, I'm looking forward to The Beatles on November 24. This is the Peter Jackson 6 oh, hour okay. documentary. Yeah. What about HBO? Uh, yeah, what, Peter what, Jackson. what is the HBO prestige show that we should be Scenes waiting? from a Marriage, September 12 on HBO Go, I think. Mm. And of course, yeah. the return of our number one boys. Success. Ah, how could wow we save the best for last talaga? <laughs> and you know what? No no release date. It just says October. Yeah. So they haven't decided. Oh my god. My favorite so, thing in all that press is that parang they're not going to even discuss the COVID. <laughs> Which I'm like, yes. Rich people aren't affected by it. Rich people don't. Yeah, look at people who are traveling to Africa. Or Italy, uh, Quark. Or Italy. The voice of affluence. <laughs> the voice of affluence, yeah. <laughs> Pasok. <laughs> but you know, I think COVID has been super duper good to succession. No, you know why? You know why? Because people okay. were able to catch up on the show. People what? who were bored at home. Yeah, I'm serious. They found you mean a people new missed, audience. You mean people missed out on it? Like <laughs> A lot of people missed out on succession when it aired season one and season two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last year, there was nothing. And people yeah. probably had word of mouth now. I think you should watch. I, I've seen people saying, I just got HBO Go. What should I watch? Mm. And then it would be Succession would be the number one suggestion. So they Sorry. really gained a new audience. Last has, week. Ens- has Enslate talked about White Lotus? Not yet. Not yet. Oh, okay, okay. All right, never mind. Have you seen it, you Ramon? No, uh, I was... Well, it's finished now, so I'm, it's on my queue. I'm just wondering why it's a critical darling on TV Twitter. Same. When for me, it's so, well, I guess it's fit fit. You know why, so Miguel? It's so, it's so white. You know why, uh, Miguel? Because why? it's so white. Yeah, but, so, ito nga eh, like parang, so, wow, we're gonna go into this. Parang, Wait, but Mel hasn't seen it, right? I've no, seen it. I, I created it. a thread on it on, yeah. on Ensign. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Parang for a show that examines privilege, interesting choice, but still the point of view of white people. I guess... Mike White is white, so... I, I don't what? want to talk about the ending, eh. Because, Ramon, want? I want you to watch it. Okay, yeah, let's not talk about the ending, but... For me, it's... it's so, yeah, it's Mike White. For me, it's missable. The show isn't... Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyway. Because the way TV Twitter was talking about it, it's succession. It's the new succession. It's so not. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. So, when Ramon sees it, and then... I'll, I'll I'll wait for the episode where you go. Feeling ko nga, it's something Quark will love. Eh. Oh wow! The White Lotus. Affluence, kasi. Grabe, malalas si Quark. Ako naman I was generous. I was gonna say because Alessandra, ano, the Dario. But you guys went there. <laughs> but you know what I loved about White Lotus? The manager, the actor playing the manager. Yeah, he was great. He was. And, so and I really loved Steve Zahn. It was nice to see ah, him back oh, on yeah. screen. Okay, all right, cool, cool, yeah. Yeah, Zan's always good. Yeah. He's, he's he always improves anything he's in by like ten percent. He's like Christopher Walken in that regard. Like was a dorkier Christopher Walken. Yes, he was one of the best things about Treme. He was in Treme, a show we love. Parang yeah. he's the bizarro Michael J. Fox. Man. Wasn't he, wasn't he in You've Got Mail? Yes. Yes, he, he was. was one of the employees. Which is like MSG also. Like, you know, <laughs> put, put, put him in there. Sarap ng pelikula. Yeah. <laughs> Just to add lang, because you guys mentioned Quark, he is actually in <laughs> Venice because they're premiering on oh, the yeah. job, which is I'm which is another thing I'm looking forward to. Yes. It's dropping on yes. HBO Go. And it'll be When not, is it dropping on HBO October? Th- October, ba? I think so, yeah. but think I'm not so. sure. We can find that out. But um what I'm what I'm interested in is that 
it's going to be released as two films in Venice, but on HBO, it's going to be a six episode series. Yeah. And mm-hmm. on the that, job, that the stars first movie will be the first two episodes, and then the yes. the remaining four episodes will be on the job too. Got it. So exciting stuff. Just to be clear, Quark isn't in Italy. Gallivanting for fun. Af- because he's the voice of Aflu. Yeah. It's because he's there for work. Well, you wouldn't know Whatever. it. Whatever. So you, you wouldn't know it from his IG. <laughs> Maybe the work hasn't started Whatever. yet. He's still biking and making Miguel very jealous. Yeah. But Ramon, this is like a two-year delayed production, right? Yeah. What Remember, happened? it was commissioned by, I think, Hook Payata. And not even that platform yeah. survived. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. So, si Eric Mati lang yung nag-survive. <laughs> kasi dalawang films siya between, between the beginning of this project and its eventual release. Naka-bybus, naka-girl in the guy pa siya. It's, a, it's Eric Mati's Rakista. Yes. Wow. That's, a, that's what should be on the poster in Venice. Yes. The Eric Mati's Rakista. <laughs> What a line! What a lead! <laughs> Actually, rock and roll. Rock is the Sorry, rock and roll, pala. Exactly, exactly. Sorry, rock and roll. And to round out our uh, fall movie and TV preview for K dramas, we have Squid Game, coming from Netflix. It's a oh, it's yeah, about yeah. Uh, contestants of a secret survival game mm-hmm. where they vie for billions and billions of one. There's also Hellbound, which I'm really excited about. It's actually the first K-drama that's premiering in the Toronto Film Festival. Ooh. Or is it Tribeca? One of those. Premiering end of December, it's The Silent Sea, which is supposed to be one of the most expensive K-dramas ever produced by Netflix. It's with the with Gong Yu, the return of my opa, Gong Yu, <laughs> back yes. into K-drama land. And it's a sci-fi six-part series set in outer space. Wow. Love it. Is Love Snowdrop it. this year? Snowdrop, I think, was rescheduled for next year. Parang binawi nila yung air date. I think, ah. ha? It's the same thing with IU's movie with Park Sojourn, <gasps> where it was supposed to be this year. Oh. But they pushed it back to next year. Oh, well. That's gotta it. Love, oh, my Gotta gosh. have something to look forward to. It was great hanging with you guys. Thanks for inviting me. Thank you. This was fun. I miss you guys. Grabe oh, parang coda naging ano? Naging sappy. Ted Lasso talaga on brand. Guys, you can find Miguel Nascenceno on Twitter, my favorite Twitter account at Mignac on Twitter. You know. Is it underscore Mignac? No, it's Mignac underscore. Mignac underscore. Bakit sino pa may Mignac pa ba doon? The same guy who got my IG yata also. So, but I got the Gmail. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same. It's the same. Dude. Suck it. Yeah. So, so I monitor his accounts. Like, is he still using it? I'm going to get it now. Anyway, whatever. And if you guys love horror movies, he has an excellent podcast with Chris Costello and Aaron Cristobal called Dead Air. And I think we're also going to see the Dead Air guys in a future Enslate episode. Watch out. Oh, yeah. Yay! Yeah, great. I love these crossover apps. <laughs> yeah, Quark, don't come back now. We're, I'm fine with Miguel and wow, <laughs> wow, yes. whoa. Just kidding, just kidding. We miss you. <laughs> Wait, Mel, you should watch Ringu before the yeah. collab. Yes, please. It's it's free on Tubi. Anyone can watch it. You don't need but an account. But it's guys, so... I, I value it's, it's... my sleep. Wait.